0: What's happening, weirdos? This is We Made It Weird 104. For those of you new to the show, Wednesday is the guest episode. Friday, Valerie and I sit down and catch up. And we had a lot to catch up on this week. This was a great and lovely and funny episode. Just a couple things to plug before we get into it. So glad that you are here. Uh, Speaking of here, we have the Where Were We tour. I'm going on tour. It's not a huge tour. Uh, But if you go to PeteHolmes.com, you will see tickets are available right now for Toronto, Atlantic City, New Jersey, and Boston at the Wilbur. That's October 14th, 15th, and 16th. And we are going to be, I I think the way it works is when the tickets are available, they'll be on the website. But I'm going to North Carolina. I'm going to Portland, Seattle, uh, San Francisco, uh, a lot of different places. So keep an eye out. Uh, I'll certainly be blastin, blasting on uh, Instagram, Twitter at Pete Holmes when the tickets are available and they'll all be at PeteHolmes.com. Also, if you're going to be in Los Angeles every month, we do Living at Largo. Go to Largo-LA.com and come, please come out to that. It's going to be incredible. It always is. Uh, we have one here in, uh, wait, I guess the next one is in October. Yeah. We have the next one in October. Let me just look that up real quick. You know what? I think it's, yeah, it's the ninth. Bam. First guess. October 9th. So go to largo-la.com for that. And then the next one after that is going to be on November 3rd. And that is going to be a fundraiser for Homeboy Industries, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Father Greg will be there with me and amazing, amazing guests for both of those shows coming up. So go to largo-la.com for tickets. And if you like the show, try a pizza pick. Katie, roll those Pete's picks, please. Meandies. Which meandies am I wearing? There, I, I remember putting these on this morning because these are literally like four leaf clover meandies. Now we've all heard of get instinct, but have you ever heard of butt instinct? But it's it's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. You need to listen to your butt. Luckily, hey, I'm wearing my lucky undies. Luckily, we work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. So make your booty and your whole body happy with items designed to make your life more comfortable. I heard about MeUndies like a lot of people on a podcast like this one, and Val and I did a top-to-tails reboot of our entire underwear drawer, including my PJs, including onesies, and I have not looked back that was years ago. They're incredibly comfortable and I like the fun patterns for real. I put these on and it put me in a little bit better of a mood this morning. So let your skin sing a song of joy with undies, socks, and bralettes that feel as if they're spun from silken clouds. Guaranteed guaranteed to be the softest stuff you've ever felt in your life. Their signature micro-modal fabric is sustainable, breathable, and stretchy as heck. It's available in sizes extra small to 4XL, and they have new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. Try their free-to-join membership for free shipping. I'm sorry. it's (laughs) Try their free-to-join membership for free shipping on every order and exclusive perks, like an item shipped to your door every month secret sales and early access to their newest stuff. I am a member, I'm surprisingly excited when my blue uh, package of MeUndies shows up. I open it and uh, in fact, my daughter is often quite excited to see what the pattern is as well because sometimes it's something super fun like tacos and hot sauce. That's one of my favorites. (laughs) And MeUndies has a great offer for weirdos. For any first time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and return. So to get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash weird. That's MeUndies.com slash weird. Second up, one of our oldest and one of my absolute favorite Pete's Picks. Here it is for the video viewers. This is Alpha Brain from our friends at Onnit. God, I wish I knew about Alpha Brain when I was in college. Honestly, I wish I knew about it for things that weren't even academic. I love using Alpha Brain. It is a nootropic, which helps with memory and focus. It's not a stimulant. It's got earth-grown ingredients that help with concentration. They help me with creativity. They help me get into a flow state. And I absolutely, absolutely swear, swear, swear by it. It helps me think. It helps me recall. It helps me access words. It helps me get into that creative state. Like I was saying, it is not caffeinated, it does not keep you up. In fact, I sometimes take it later in the evening, sometimes it gives me cool dreams and helps me remember my dreams, which is a really cool perk. But for the past like six, seven, eight years. I haven't done a podcast, I haven't written a script, I haven't done stand-up, I haven't acted, I haven't improvised without taking two or sometimes three alpha brain 15 minutes beforehand. It is absolutely my secret weapon. It has 100% changed my life. And if you do something that involves your brain, chances are you do, or even if you just want to improve your quality of life when you're not working. I sometimes take this before Val and I go on dates just to be a little bit more there. Uh, try it. The best way to support the show is to give it a try. Best way to see if it works for you to give it a try. So go to on onnit.com slash weird and you will get 10% off everything you see there. That's it.com slash weird. You'll get 10% off. And do your noodle a favor. All right, everybody. That's it. Enjoy We Made It Weird number 104. Hope to see you in, well, what we, what we got? What do we got right now? Toronto, Al- Atlantic City, or Boston for the Where Were We Tour. In the meantime, enjoy We Made It Weird. Get into it.
1: Here we are now. We made it weird. Pete and Val here, we will make it weird. <laughs> Do you know that I, I still think it's kind of hot that you're like a man born in the seventies. <laughs> oh my God. the '70s. Born in not
0: the seventies.
1: The eighties. But you are so old. How old is he that you liked Nirvana in real time? IRL, IRT. Like I, I never got super into Nirvana, but I like, this is
0: weird for me. This uh, is a weird feeling. I liked credence when credence was still a thing.
1: I thought you were going to say creed and I bet you did like creed, you dirty
0: bird. (laughs) I did like creed. We've covered that on this podcast many times. That
1: was my first impression.
0: Did I? I liked creed? No.
1: Not my first impression of you. The first impression I ever did was of of the guy from Creed. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I was like, I must have been like nine.
0: Okay. Okay. And <clears throat> I was I was nineteen. Go <laughs> <Yeah>. on.
1: <laughs> um. open. Yeah. <laughs> all all.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay, but <it> let's like. <laughs> I just want to do it.
1: Nine-year-old Valerie did that impression. Can you even imagine if Lila was nine? Not to like be like, how cute am I? It's more about- Why not? How cute it is all, like every nine-year-old girl. I think nine is the best age for girls. Nine is like when their self-esteem is at the highest statistically. And they just like try out impressions of greed and stuff.
0: (laughs) I'm going to not. Wait, isn't Ami nine? No.
1: Ami was nine when we met her. She turned nine when we met her. Um, oh. Ami, our our friends, the Gungers' daughter, and now she's twelve. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> Not that she's dipped, but <laughs> no. like they, she seems like a grown up now. You know? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Silly. Um, lots to cover.
1: I know. Lilo.
0: I'm trying to. My first impression was Alf.
1: Was it? Do it. Ha.
0: I mean. I kill me. I remember That's good. I remember being thank you. <laughs> I remember being in art class. Lori and Leslie mm-hmm. taught art class to
1: Lori and Leslie.
0: There was a Lori and there was a Leslie.
1: I thought it was a woman named Lori Ann Leslie. Lori Ann Leslie. <laughs> I was Leslie. really hoping it was.
0: I mean, but it's a little bit better. Lori and Leslie, Lori Ann Leslie were two redhead art teachers.
1: Oh my God.
0: And uh, I remember being in Laurie and Leslie's pottery like ceramics class cute and i did alf and the thing with impressions is sometimes they just come out just right yeah there's a real like social awkwardness if you just so happen to nail your alf impression in Mm -hmm. this case Mm -hmm. and then you're like i don't think i can do that again
1: (laughs) yeah i'll never be able to do that again and
0: that's what happened is a a young girl i think her name was molly loved my alf impression which of course felt fantastic, mm-hmm. but then she would say, do your elf impression and or like she'd say, like do it. Alf," <laughs> or do yeah. that elf thing. <laughs> and I remember vividly being like, hi, come. and it wasn't as good.
1: But do you think like... And
0: everyone was just kind of like, cool. Oh.
1: Do you think kids are really that discerning that they'll be like, mm, he didn't quite have it today?
0: <laughs> yes. When your first elf was a hundred, mm-hmm. it, it was like freaky. Like it was yeah. an accident. Wow. And uh, Flanny and I at, at Largo talk about this all the time. When you're relaxed, you're mm-hmm. able to do impressions. So yeah. sometimes I'll have a great impression Then I'll go out on stage and I'll be like, it was like 30% not as good. And it's because you're in fight flight on stage. So now Molly's putting me in fight flight, which actually brings us, go ahead. No, I'm done. What do you mean?
1: I. Welcome to this place. I'll show you where I'm
0: Blasting Creed. I mean. My own prison in my mom's VW bug.
1: Oh my blue god! Blue VW
0: bug with the flower. It came with a fake flower.
1: It did. That's cute. Was it powder blue?
0: No. <laughs> I say it like I say it like you should know. I'm sorry. No.
1: Was it what navy the, blue?
0: The VW bugs that like the circa 2000. Uh, oh
1: yeah, the like new the beetle. It was
0: like, yeah, the beetle. It was like a.
1: Oh. I don't. Was, want, I don't.
0: I don't know why I don't like cobalt, but it was like closer to a cobalt.
1: Why place. don't you like
0: that because word? Because I am on face, a. Your face when I know. you say
1: that word is like I've never seen, but it's a shape I've never seen. Yeah,
0: because I went on a mission trip. <laughs> it's like this trip. shape. It is. She's holding a crystal. I'm.
1: I'm Deal holding a. I've got an amethyst in my hand. So in what? My,
0: I got an amethyst.
1: Amethyst in my fist. I got an amethyst in my fist. We're a chrome jeweler. It's a matchup. <laughs>
0: Creed was never invited into the hip hop world,
1: (laughs) and now Scott Stapp and fucking Dido was invited.
0: Oh my! He's on the phone with his agent. (laughs) How come Dido gets on the hip hop level and not me?
1: (laughs) I like to imagine that his voice is like mine. He's like, "How come Dido is there?" Well, look, I'm not even. He's like, "Hilarious!"
0: Hilarious. Um, (laughs) I. (laughs) well the reason i think it's possible to do because he's doing an impression
1: he's doing an impression of eddie vedder yeah quite famously quite quite famously famously. so anyway (laughs)
0: the reason i don't like even saying it now cobalt (laughs) (laughs) cobalt blue (laughs) is because i went on a mission trip with a with a woman and i'm gonna say her name her name was sandra i'm not saying anything that bad yeah but sandra was what i'm what one thing i know about myself is like uh, I embarrass really easily mm-hmm. and people who don't seem to embarrass easily people that just kind of go like something. It's weird that we share so much on this podcast, but like the, the cleanest example I can give is you're leaving a movie and you just start talking about what you thought about the movie. Yeah.
1: You have a real thing about that. I have a
0: real thing it's about like, that.
1: It's like wait until dinner yeah. later that day where you're like, I restraint. liked that movie.
0: You have to, because it's embarrassing. You know what it is? is? You're surrounded by all these people that also saw the movie and yeah. there's something impolite To me, Mm -hmm. I know this is, this is, something's off here. The wiring got crossed here. I take it too seriously. Yeah. But let's say someone hated the movie and you're, some people would be like, what fun, a rousing debate. We can talk on the way to our cars. Yeah. I'm just like, you should just like fucking shut the fuck up and just like. Don't be like, I liked it. And then what I don't don't, know. You're you're
1: worried that you're going to get like your child self is worried that it's going to get caught liking something not cool.
0: I actually think you're right. And that is the issue because it goes back to my brother is like, wait to see what my brother thinks about it.
1: I have that feeling a little bit too. Like my, I want to talk about it right away. Not right away, not when we're still in the theater, but I want to talk about it as soon as we walk out of the theater. And I envy that. But the reason I think I want to is because I want to find out what the other person thought so that I can then form my opinion about it.
0: Oh, get it right away. I don't think I really... Another unhealthy. Yeah, we both I have don't an think unhealthy. I really
1: have that anymore, but I, I d- definitely did. And... I have memories of, like, I mean, I'll just call him out for this. Our good friend Oren didn't like Black Panther.
0: Yeah, I think people are allowed to not like Black Panther.
1: I mean, I think that's insane. But, like, I really, really loved that movie. And then as soon as we, like, left the theater with him, he was, like, making jokes about it. And I was like... Oh, I was like, uh, I was feeling like Wakanda forever.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Well, Oren wants to do bits more than anything. Right. He wants to not like it so you can, you do, can do bits about do it, bits. which
1: is really fun. I really enjoy that.
0: You don't have to say that. That that could be true. <laughs> that
1: could be true. That I enjoy it when true. it's something I don't like.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, Sandra. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're feeling how I feel. We've switched.
0: No, I don't feel that way about you. Okay. <laughs> I know how you feel about me, and I don't feel that way about you. I would never do that. I'm just kidding. No, I'm, I, I am feeling a little scattered. But we just did a breathing exercise. I actually will interrupt to say we just did. By the way, guys, this is it. This is this why is it. you don't know why you tuned into this podcast. This is it. But this is why. This is why. And I, it's going to take five seconds to explain. And if you do it, you're gonna like. You're gonna fucking shit your pants. But I feel almost a little stoned. I noticed this when I was shooting How We Roll. If I did Wim Hof breathing mm-hmm. during my lunch, I would be a little too relaxed. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel. Well, that's probably good for the podcast. I can see in your face hard, hard <laughs> agreement.
1: But I also feel relaxed and I think that's, yeah, that's good fine. for me it's too. Great. Yeah, it's
0: great. Here's the technique and then I'm going to tell us about Sandra and cobalt blue for those <laughs> of you who are really waiting for that.
1: <laughs> We're on the edge of your seat to find out Pete, why, why Pete, Pete doesn't like the, like term, the word cobalt, cobalt blue. blue? Let's roll those mid-rolls.
0: Oh my God. That's the perfect thing that's to the tease.
1: Cliffhanger. Stick
0: around and find out why Pete doesn't like cobalt. I don't I, ugh, even saying it. It like felt like gum disease.
1: Cause it, there <laughs> is a temptation to say cobalt blue. That's
0: not why. Okay. You're going to trying just, to help you. You're going to have to listen to these rolls if you're going you're going if you're going if you're, gonna, you're not going to work here anymore. you
1: are going to you are going not going to work here anymore. I just wanted to say yeah, it.
0: I liked it. <laughs> um here's the breathing technique. You do it for 15 minutes. It's really hard to do it the whole time.
1: It's really hard and I, I recommend every time you doing you're... it
0: with another person so that when, so that when you <laughs> We're just finding out
1: that we both take do a this. Break.
0: You hear the other person doing it and you go, oh, right.
1: Yeah. Oh, like, I was going to say that. so that when you hear you're the person you're doing it with take a break, you, you don't feel as bad for taking a break.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I noticed that you stopped. For some reason, I noticed you stopped before I noticed that I stopped. Like oh, I'll just stop. Funny. Yeah, you this will. Is, this is why I wholeheartedly endorse this technique. It's incredible. I can't wait to share it with the with the portion of the world that's mm-hmm. listening to this. Because it is incredible. Like most things that I like, and this actually ties into the other thing we want to talk about. It's a spiritual thing. It's like a body, somatic, like release trauma thing. Mm-hmm. It absolutely works. We've been doing it every day for 10 days or so. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel super different in my body. And I do feel a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly not like carefree Mm -hmm. but I love it and we've committed to do it do it every day for a month so anyway this is what it is you it's a through your mouth it's in two parts it's all through your mouth you breathe in the first one like like a (laughs) straw straw.
1: (sighs) through your belly so let your belly belly. rise.
0: you can put your hand on your belly so you and you get you get the big buddha belly which by the way I've I've heard some people uh, postulate that that's why Buddha has the big belly, that he's not fat. Uh-huh. It's to show, not, not, nothing wrong with being fat. He's <laughs> saying it's not like a gut. It's to show that he was, he had figured out the key between like breath and your, wow.
1: your spirit
0: and your body. And all that that's really that. cool. So big belly, big Buddha belly. Then the set you're still inhaling. It's like a yawn and you fill up your chest. Like, <gasps> so, like- <sighs>
1: So then you're, it should be like belly up, chest up, release, and then you release through the mouth too.
0: Right. And do we ha- yes, do we have what, uh, do we have to credit the person who talked to think We could, yeah. cause
1: also you should know this person anyway. Her name, um, is Krista Rauschen. Oh wait, I have to look at it, how it's spelled. Cause it's, it's a. Uh,
0: You look it up. I'll explain. She has a great program that I highly recommend you download, like get it and do the guided one with her for sure. Yeah. But this is a simple technique that you don't even have to do for 15 minutes. You could do it for five minutes. It really, 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 really melts away tension. Yeah. In fact, we postpone the podcast. I'm embarrassed. I don't even like this. But, you know, Mm -hmm. we, we tend to do this on Fridays and that is gardening day in our neighborhood. So there's just a lot of leaf blowers. Which is fine. When I'm working, I put on uh, noise-canceling headphones. I don't care. I, but if I have to do something where I have to listen, it can bug me. Uh, well, they're still happening. But one breathing technique later, I just don't care as much. Yeah. Which is really, to me, really saying something. Really
1: big, yeah. Like,
0: that, actually, I really want to circle the block on that point one more time. Because before we did the breath, I was like...
1: In your fight-flight. Completely, yeah. Just I lot, saw like, it.
0: And then like we always say on this podcast It's not just the feeling mm-hmm. I, I'm just like I can't believe I can be defeated so quickly It's so, so easily. much shame. shame
1: You're still having it a little bit You said I'm really embarrassed to share this And I just wish you could let that go
0: well, I'm embarrassed just to... I'm not share it with you. I'm yeah. embarrassed to share it on the podcast. I have another episode. Oh. It's like a vulnerability. Yeah. I mean,
1: thing. I don't think there's a... Now don't feel ashamed for feeling ashamed. No, I just don't want you to think...
0: I would tell people... <laughs> this is a funny little <laughs> tangent. But, you know, for a want... To the, for the episodes to be unique. I don't oh, want another episode of me being like, there's leaf blowers. As ah. if that's the biggest problem in the world. No, but honestly, and it, we'll get to that. We have we, brain scan results. Yeah. Ooh, after Ooh. these mid-rolls. Cobalt. <laughs> we have Cobalt, mid-rolls, and the Eckhart Tolle
1: And I've got we the name to waiting to give you for the breath name. work. Oh, go ahead, hit it. Um, It's Krista Rauschenberg- R-A- Everyone knows how to spell that. No. <laughs> you try to guess how to spell it.
0: R-A-U-S-H-E-N-B-E-R-G.
1: Wow. That was really good. You just missed a C in there. R. A. U. S. C. H. E. N. B. E. R.
0: G. C mm, C's optional.
1: So she, um, she does do like breath work, but she also does... Akashic reading. So let's just put a pin in that because I want to tell about my experience with that. But definitely look her up because she can do it no matter where you are. She does yeah. it over the phone. So super
0: cool. I want to do it too.
1: It's really special. For She's real, like real. one of those people that you're like, oh, you're doing exactly your calling. Yeah. And what you, you love that what you're doing underneath yeah. it all is just like cultivating pure love, yes. like making people feel so seen.
0: And we're loved. telling you this technique. I really recommend her guided version of it yeah, because she incorporates it with a meditation and like some, it, it's, it's more than just doing the technique. But for those of you who just want to dip a toe in, you could try that. And if you like it, mm-hmm. uh, look up the rest or, or do it for longer periods. Yeah. Um, where are we?
1: So let's just put a, let's just get cobalt over with. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God, You are really Tiring of me You're learning No You're learning my shit No You found all the boxes In the attic And you're looking through them And you're like This is like There's actual human shit in here
1: I know your shit because I've known, and loved, I've known and loved you for nine years and you are an open book.
0: <laughs> that is true. Which is funny because this starts with, and I'm going to say it really short. It starts with, I have a hard time with like some like earnest or at least not aware people. Here's what it is people who don't seem to be reading the situation, who act the same no matter who's in the room, who's there, who looks comfortable, who looks uncomfortable, who's eating, who stopped eating since you started the story, that is a pirate with a sword to my neck. Like, if Mm -hmm. you are just not wired in the sense that you look around and I know I can sometimes be the guy that's like, what's
1: going on? Your baby's fat. But it is is also because you are hyper processing everything, which is another foreshadow into our conversation. But it looks like you're not aware, but it's actually that you're so aware that it's like paralyzing you.
0: (laughs) And I make a big play. yeah. So, And that could be what Sandra is doing. A couple things about Sandra. We used to say sweating like Sandra because Mm. she just sweat a lot. It's not like that Shameful.
1: I mean, it's funny and it's kind
0: of sad. It's a it? little nasty, delicious. Let's just call it what it is. It's nasty, delicious. I mean,
1: I can tell it you is right now, shitty.
0: Would <laughs> I do it now? No. I was seventeen years old. This woman, <laughs> I remember vividly being on stage in church and looking at her, and she was really beaten up, and that's okay. But from there, never in front of her. I would say, often just to myself, wow, I'm sweating like Sandra. <laughs> it just the double S's were too too yeah. nasty delicious for me to pass up. Sure. That's mean. I don't regret it. Sometimes I'm mean, apparently. It was especially <laughs> when I'm 17. Anyway, she she did a couple things that I now looking back were very, very like not paying attention. One, she told my friend Dan how he should be a, a hairstylist. And this Dan was from Lynn, Massachusetts. <laughs> A very, like, kind of like a tough area and, and was like a t- like a, Wait, what? what?
1: why, why did you say
0: that? Because he was creative and he didn't know what he wanted to do with his life. And she was, and she kind of talked like my mom. She was like, you know what you should do? That's a creative field. And I'm reading Dan's body language and he is slouching as if like a roly he's, poly.
1: He's curling up. To, yeah, He's curling into yeah. himself. Yeah.
0: And look, it's 2022 We're past the whole thing, but in 19-whatever-the-fuck, 90-something, when Nirvana was
1: still happening <laughs> and I was only eight
0: boys didn't especially boys that are just going through puberty and trying to find their identity and live in Lynn Massachusetts don't want to be told that they should be hairdressers like yeah. it's just like a tricky for sure. thing and if it's a
1: very weird choice for Sandra and then Sandra
0: that. the reason she said it there's a couple I remember everything Sandra ever said I, I just believe myself <laughs> ever said because I, I was just locked into this person she was like during this conversation she went this breeze is a blessing she said that she was a church <laughs> which lady. is
1: wait, how wait, was she an adult she while you adult? were I was picturing a kid this oh, whole no. time
0: this woman was in her forties.
1: okay and okay. she should
0: would always be like I've been engaged three times called it off twice the other time he died like <laughs> like, like <laughs> like stuff like that just just like out of nowhere and she's like obsessed. I remember going and getting my hair done and my ha- hairstylist Manuel he, I looked in his purse I swear no way she no. said that but he had a bag or something and the bag was filled with twenties just brimmed <laughs> with cash and I was like Sandra like even at the time I was like that maybe that's just where he was keeping his money for the that doesn't necessarily mean it was his day like he was working like maybe that's just where he's putting the money at the end of the day as to pay the I don't I don't even oh know but it's not God, convincing no. Dan from Lynn Massachusetts who's a roly-poly right now and this breath, bless she was monologuing is what she was doing yeah. this this breeze is a blessing and kind of like you know Virtue, not virtue signaling, but you know being hyper
1: spiritual. Oh, it's the always the thing. weirdos that were really hyper spiritual. Like that was you. the my parents. It's kind of cool. Like they they are pastors and have been. And whenever the like very spiritual person in church who would just like work jesus into every sentence Mm -hmm. would talk to them they Mm -hmm. would like look at each other or like 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 wink at us like this person's nuts well
0: you know it's it's a it's a belonging thing and and i can see it both ways but i'm Mm -hmm. i'm staying in my nasty delicious guys just everyone know i can find my compassion and my love and my appreciation and 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 uh Compassion, not just empathy, but compassion. Why she's doing what she's doing? Sure, but I'm going to stay in my nasty D because it's funnier.
1: I'm going to also say I'm officially obsessed with nasty with, delicious. Well, yes, but with Sandra, like I wish oh, yeah. I I knew her. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, we all do. But anyway, then but she's
1: dead. <laughs> she, <laughs> <laughs> she.
0: Oh my god! Same conversation.
1: Uh-huh. This
0: breeze is a blessing. Dan, you should be a hairdresser.
1: <laughs> I can't. Did you even lose it? You didn't. We laugh?
0: weren't old enough. Uh. It was a grown-up was saying you should be a hairdresser, and it was embarrassing.
1: It was embarrassing. She might as well have been
0: like, you know, called him something. You'd call him on the schoolyard. Like that's what it.
1: Right in uh, Massachusetts. Which I am not in
0: Massachusetts. I am not yeah. endorsing it. I hate that stuff. I'm just saying he looked like. Am I? Do I fight this person? Like, wow. But, but he wasn't that kind of guy. He, yeah. he was a skinny kid and he was an awkward kid. Anyway, and then she's still monologuing and she was fanning herself.
1: <laughs> with her hand?
0: No, with a fan <laughs> that she kept. I'm telling you, sweating like Sandra. She had like a, <sighs> I, I don't know if it's an Asian style fan. <laughs>
1: you just sounded exactly like John Ritter and... <laughs> And Santa.
0: Is and she opened up. I don't know if it's an Asian style fan. That is <laughs> I don't know the, the correct gra- term for I don't the fan. Know. It's, 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 it's from right the Orient, there. but I don't know I don't if think it itself we say is Oriental. I, uh, he, says like the, he, he says like the
1: like you it was can, fine, but then in, in the overcorrection he actually says the bad thing.
0: That's the whole two uh, thousands of comedy. That's I what know. that is. I
1: think
0: it's so anyway, funny. so she's fanning herself like someone observing like prisoners breaking rocks. Like she's <laughs> sitting in the shade, fanning herself, still sweating, <laughs> telling, telling one of the prisoners that he should be a hairdresser when he gets out. She says this breeze is a blessing. She also, Oh my God. I've, I, uh, this might be, maybe you guys have heard about Sandra before, but so have we, and we're enjoying that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cause I have one more Sandra after this real quick, but then she goes, I saw a bird earlier and it was just the most radiant cobalt blue. <laughs> and since then, and this is how the human mind works, isn't it? Yeah. I went this, which I don't want to align myself with. Yeah. Says cobalt blue. Uh, right. From that moment on, if anyone, except you, of course, but if anyone says cobalt blue, I'm just like, you're a Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> I you don't are care. a motherfucking Sandra. <laughs> you are a motherfucking Sandra. And nobody needs to say cobalt blue rich <laughs> vibrant blue is fine
1: rich vibrant if you want to be a douche
0: don't go full cobalt but i'm wrong i'm wrong i don't like it cobalt blue royal Here's, blue royal blue is fine yeah. even there was just something she was monologuing she was holding court and oh just, yeah I, which is fine i know believe me i'm staying in my nasty delicious there's the compassion but in the nasty we're we just
1: visiting nasty
0: delicious here now? is the best nasty delicious i have for you <laughs> can't wait valerie you know i'm not a huge makeup person (laughs) (laughs) yes i do and you benefit you are the beneficiary of that that. no i'm just kidding but like i I empathize with the fact that some people are just like you know what looks great lip liner like some people are just like i want you to look ovulating year round yeah could you be flush? And have all the blood rushing to your lips and like kind of look like it's evening, even <laughs> though it's 11. That's what eyeshadow is to me. It's like, whoosh, what are you, fucking bat girl with that eyeshadow? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, and dark, like dark. I, actually, look, my, the, the photo I have of you when you call me yeah, is from New Year's Eve. It happens to be you wearing makeup, but that is not my. But, but it doesn't, it's just not for me.
1: Yes. That is really funny though, because I mean, I
0: like you in makeup, but I I don't need it.
1: But I do remember sending you that picture and you like making a really big deal about how beautiful I looked and you, but you didn't know it was because I was wearing makeup and I don't usually wear makeup, that much makeup.
0: Yeah. I put it Um, together slowly. Yeah. (laughs) Here I am on the plane flying back from Uganda I mean, can we even enjoy that sentence for four <laughs> hours? We're on a, I'm flying back from Uganda in a middle seat Uh-huh. and on the window is Sandra.
1: No way. She went to Uganda with you? Yeah, this I'm was the mission
0: trip that. we went. That's oh. where we were.
1: Well, no wonder she was sweating. It's hot there. Uh,
0: the church we were sweating in was in Lexington, Massachusetts, <laughs> in an air conditioned church. But so. she
1: was sweating like it was, <laughs> yeah, she was she, in Uganda. She
0: was pre-sweating, pre-Uganda. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, I have, I have more standard stories. This is the last one I'm going to tell. I she, could
1: literally do this all
0: day. Then you're going to get both of them. We, <laughs> When we were in Uganda. Oh,
1: we, I knew you were going to say it like that. Right? Yeah. The
0: women weren't wearing makeup. It was just mm-hmm. like a cultural thing where they're on a mission trip, don't wear makeup. Uh, I don't know why. It seems a little weird. But, you know, to, to fit in a little more. Yeah. Let's not go full Britney or Christina Aguilar or whatever. Yeah. Just kind of tone it down. Not an official mandate, but it's what everybody did. Mm-hmm. Sandra, who loved saying things like, I've been engaged three times, you know, things mm-hmm. like that, uh, also would be like, I just can't wait to put my face back on. <laughs> I'm just so, I'm so excited. Like, we would have, like, meals, and she'd be like, what am <gasps> I looking forward to going back? Like, no one, asked. no one asked. What I'm excited for is makeup. I just can't wait to get makeup back on. And we were on the plane and I'm sitting next to, and I actually regret this. This is a little too nasty, delicious. Mm. Not, not really. You'll see. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at Sandra. There she is. There's the Sandra I've seen the whole three weeks or whatever it was. I look away for a while. I'm eating some microwaved hamburger on the plane. Then I look back and Sandra has put on her face and it (gasps) takes me aback. Oh no. Not because it was bad. I just wasn't ready. Like, and and I still, Valerie. Wait, did she do it at the table? She did it in her seat on the plane. Oh
1: my God. So I'm,
0: I'm eating and then I look over and she's looking at me and look, it's not really about Sandra or her makeup. (laughs) <laughs> it's just about makeup in general. Yeah. And if you see someone with no makeup, then you and need then a burger. Five minutes and then later. Five minutes later, yeah. you look and you didn't know they were doing it. And now they're wearing makeup. They're also about four inch, not even two inches from your face. <laughs> she looked clowny to me. Like, it re- wow. I also had just been in Africa for three weeks. No one's wearing makeup like that. And she looked like, you know. <laughs> She looked like a kid in a candy shop. She looked like Sandra in full makeup. And she was like, "Mm -hmm." and I swear she had like, she had like little (laughs) lips. Like she didn't red up her whole lips. She gave herself like a little lips. I don't think, I don't think that's literally true. Like
1: how they used to do in like the fifties. They used to do that. Yeah. It's
0: metaphorically true. Right.
1: That was the vibe. That was the, it wasn't what it was. It was was verging on Queen Amidala,
0: but yes. It was Queen Amidala. And I <gasps> didn't e- I was too young. I was 17 years old. I didn't even hide that. I was like, oh! <laughs> like, I was like, you know, like, just... Like a real one, though. I do that to be funny now. I'll be like, oh. But I really was like, oh! oh and, my like, God. and then just... Boy, I just didn't know. Now we're going into the compassion lane. Fucking Richard Rohr, in my time with him, has been such a mentor to me. Mm. And he would just be like, oh, look at you. There you go. You've... You finally got your makeup on. You must feel like you're yourself again. Yeah. How beautiful. Beaut. How beautiful. Aww. It's these these little comforts that make us feel like we're home.
1: Aww. You know, and I like
0: he means it. Like yeah. I sw- I feel like highly sensitive person, very highly strung, wired to see what's going on and the times I've been with Richard and he compliments a person for how they're holding a broom or whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah. Always with a smile on his face, whatever it is. Ugh. So real. I just hadn't learned it. Mm. Uh, I've been engaged three times. Why? Like I would internalize that and be like, why are you telling me this? Who fucking get like, just be like <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course you're so lovable. I'm, I'm surprised it isn't 12 times, you know, just yeah. like but and also to find you... the part of you that means it.
1: Yeah. That seems
0: to be what Richard does is he doesn't just say it. He lives in the part of him that means it.
1: Yeah, it is beautiful and something to strive for, and completely understandable that you didn't have it when you were just like a Nirvana listening teenage boy.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you are trying. You are still trying to build your identity, and you, you know, you are not yet ready to just live in love. That's boring.
1: Last Sandra thing, and then we'll we'll close. Well, the this. last
0: Sandra thing is th-
1: is it the armpit story? Armpit is, story. Was she the person that did the like? This is one of my favorite stories. What? That you've told about like being asleep like this. Do you remember? No. And like smelling Oh my God, what if I made up this story? What if I dreamed this story I the way you're can't. looking at? You told a story about some weird church lady telling you, like in Sunday school or something.
0: <sighs> Heidi. <laughs> Heidi.
1: Real names on this show. Only
0: real names. (laughs) Heidi. Oh my God. Who looked like a lion, a little lion. She was little. (laughs) Heidi the
1: lion. She
0: was, she, she, it wasn't even because she had a mane. Her face looked like a a lion. Most people say she looked like a lion. You picture like a face framed in hair. Yes, that's what I was picturing. She (laughs) had straight, queenie, peavy, Sarah Plain and tall hair. But her face was like, "That's a fucking." She looked like a cast member for cats. With,
1: cats? oh my god! With no makeup.
0: With no makeup, <laughs> Heidi. And oh my Why don't you tell god. the story? I'll, I'll correct. I actually
1: don't. I don't remember how it starts.
0: We went through, as a lot of Christians do. We went through a phase. Or she was just raised in a style of church that had more demons going on. Yeah. The kind of people that would like cast out. We did that. We were that kind of church. Demons from their chair before they'd sit in it. And oh, started. that's like pretty, pretty serious.
1: That's, that's insane. But like there nice. were, there was like, we cast out a demon today in the foyer. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. You, it didn't happen that often, but it, it happened often enough. That's why I'm a terrified person. It's why like, I can't watch horror films because I vividly remember remember my my our home group which was something i always looked forward to cuz even then i was a little group. a little extrovert who like loved hosting and i loved like putting out the snacks mm. and my mom mm. would make coffee and it was like the it was like a small group of people and we would talk about the bible and stuff and i remember one where they all told a story of a different encounter they had with a demon and that permanently changed my brain of course (laughs) towards being terrified of course yeah yeah
0: no i so your dad would be like get out demon." he he
1: might have a couple times he mostly wasn't the one that did it like if it's so funny if you talk to my parents now they'll be like we never were like super into that and yeah, i was yeah, like cut to them Cassandra. i remember i feel like
0: casting out demons if if being a pastor is being a stand-up comedian casting out demons is being a prop comer
1: <laughs> it's the gallagher
0: of it is or the, the, the carrot gallagher. top <laughs> It's like, I'm really going to, it just really feels like a show for everybody. Yeah. And I bet it's, look, this is, this might, I don't mean this to be in bad taste, but let's say it's fake. Let's Mm -hmm. say this one is fake. Mm -hmm. The one that we're about to see is fake. I'm not weighing in on the whole issue in case somebody grew up in a world where they're like, no, it's real. You're being disrespectful. I'm just saying sometimes maybe it wasn't actually a demon. Yeah. So you have somebody who really needs a lot of attention Mm -hmm. or they're having a, 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 a psychotic break. Or some sort of panic attack, mm-hmm. or some whatever fear. Lots of things. This is this is what I would lean towards. Is happening a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. This little piece of theater, which is what it is. Yeah. Where that's happening, but wait, I'm in church. I'm gonna flail. There's almost like a category for it. Yeah. I'm gonna go real nuts. And then you even get your parts. Like the pastor's like, "What's your name, demon?" And you're yeah. like, "Tracy." <coughs> <laughs> <"Tracer."> <laughs> Chris Pratt <laughs> What?
1: Oh my god. Tracy is the name of the Tracy. Demon.
0: Tracy. Tracy? <laughs> Tracy? Okay. Get out, uh, Tracy. Get out. <laughs> Anyway, oh I'm just saying God. it probably well, feels great for everybody. The, the pastor well, doing it is like, this is my closer. Yeah. And, like, and then you're... Uh. I'm just saying, yeah. here's what I'm saying. Here's the cleanest way I can say. It. Not that it's that interesting. In therapy, a play like that, where it's like, I'm going to pretend that I'm doing that, would also probably be beneficial. Oh, you
1: know totally. And you know what's so interesting? I have so many thoughts on this all of a sudden. But... Well, first of all, my dad this is just a little side note. And I think I've told this on the podcast before, but I was so scared to go to sleep for so many years of my life because I lived in a reality where there was a Satan and a de and demons and hell. And it was all terrifying. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was always like, but you just say, The name of Jesus and they crumble. And you're like, yeah, but still I have to encounter them. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Can
0: I do a (laughs) pre-Jesus?
1: Yeah. And so I used to, that's the really sad part is that I like had, it developed into the kind of like a little OCD where I would try to fall asleep just going Jesus, 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 Jesus. So there was no gap so that no demon could come in. So sad. I relate. But my dad, I remember telling my dad this and my dad was like, when I... When we bought this house, I walked around the perimeter and said with every footstep, let there be an angel protecting this house. Okay, lovely. But then he was like, so the demons can't come in. They could they can mash their faces up against the window.
0: I remember this. But they, they can't, can't come, come in. in and Good like, night, sweetheart. <laughs> light <laughs> off. Light off. <laughs>
1: Tracy! <laughs> Um, the last thing I was going to say is I just got, and I would love to talk about this a little too, but I just got like a energetic healing thing done today, like two hours ago. It was lovely, but that is a little bit of the same thing. And I'm not saying that's fake or real or whatever, but I would imagine that's a very similar thing where she is telling me, she's like, wow, this is all like this block is in your lower back. And she's like moving and going like, wow, that really released. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. And she was like, you should be feeling a lot better now. And I was like, yeah, I think I do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's all very similar. like I don't know, am
0: I mean, in my experience, it can be for real, for real. Oh,
1: I, I think it, I, in my experience too,
0: you literally just went and
1: I really experienced and like my, my like left hip where she was saying there was a block was like muscle spasming and I was feeling like huge waves of emotions coming up and then like euphoria, like I was really feeling it, but I think that potentially the people who are having demons cast out of them are also really feeling
0: things like they're
1: just to your point. The that power is exactly of my suggestion. point. And
0: I know I've said this before, but when Borat goes into the revival tent, I'm yeah. like, yeah, if you were really doing it, I bet part of you was like, this is kind of nuts. Like having yeah. like a, even though you're making fun of it and tearing it down, I, it's you know
1: you'd be open to it well yeah. it's
0: just the way human beings work lot there's yeah. more on that but but there's other things we have to cover um wh- do you want the last sandra i mean
1: i'm gonna leave that up to you
0: it's real quick we went to bertucci's when we got back from uganda <laughs> and we all had dinner and karen my friend john's sister waited on us mm-hmm. and that's important to the story and i just remember I don't, i don't know like Sandra was really gung-ho about ordering more food like more desserts and stuff oh like we were done and we weren't going to get dessert and she was like we need to get tiramisu like <laughs> of course you got to get tiramisu by the way I didn't grow up a dessert kid now I'm like Sandra you're fucking right you got to yeah. get tiramisu it's an Italian restaurant let's get some tiramisu mm-hmm. uh, but like it pushed the bill this is one of those church things where like we all had like 20 bucks or whatever right? and we're all going to pay together one of these night like literally a nightmare for me is splitting a bill with nine people. Uh, but we were living that. That's, that was life. Yeah. And, uh, often now I'll buy a dinner for nine people just so we don't have to do this. I hate it so much. Uh, but, um, Sandra was like, let's get here and see. And we did. And then I, and maybe I have told this before, but like come to find out cause Karen was friends with sisters with my friend, John, he was like, you guys didn't tip. Oh, <gasps> Oh, no. And I'm like, and because I have this anti-Sandra bias, I was like, it's because we put
1: it into the tiramisu. (laughs) Fucking Sandra. (laughs) Fucking Sandra.
0: We didn't have enough money. The tip was the tiramisu. (laughs) Like, you dipped into the tip to buy the tiramisu that none of us wanted. That was your tiramisu.
1: (laughs) We barely got a taste.
0: In Spanish, it would be tiramisu. (laughs) Tiramatuya? Listen... (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go But anyway Sorry to Sandra And I hope you're doing great (laughs) Sorry to Sandra Here's what we're gonna We will go to the mid-roll Because we just don't have That much time But to tease What we're gonna talk about When we come back We did see Eckhart Tolle Last night Mm -hmm. uh, And we wanna talk All about it And then what else Do you have?
1: Um, Well I wanted to talk Briefly about my Akasha reading, But we have to talk About your brain
0: (sighs) We're gonna do it In 30 minutes Brain scan Eckhart Tolle akashic record reading we'll be back in two minutes pardon the interruption weirdos this episode is brought to us by our friends at magic spoon cereal for those of you watching the uh video here on youtube i'm holding up the box this wizard here on the on the box of magic spoon i always think looks like duncan trussell riding some sort of fevered bunny Growing up, (laughs) fevered bunny, growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid, but I had to give it up. Obviously, we all have to give it up because I realized it was full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat. But introducing Magic Spoon Cereal, they are here to fix all of that, which means they are recreating the flavors that we love from those cereals that were terrible for us grain-free, zero gram total sugar, four gram net carbs, 13 grams of protein, And this is the frosted flavor, which is my favorite. Uh, We give it to Lila. We tell her it's marshmallow flavor because it tastes like marshmallow to me. It is incredible. That's one of the best things about Magic Spoon. It's not only do I love it, I eat it often after workouts because it is high protein. But I also can give it to Lila and know that I'm giving her something that's not full of junk and terrible, terrible stuff. I recommend the variety pack. The four flavors are cocoa, fruity. The fruity is really, really, really on the nose with the throwback taste. Frosted, which I just showed, and peanut butter, which has a little bit more protein, which I like a lot. This pack has zero grams of sugar, between 11 and 13 grams of protein, and only four grams of net carbs, and it's only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low carb, but they are incredible, incredible tasting. In fact, they're just without all of these added health benefits, like not, you know, meaning not full of crap, they are the best tasting cereals I have had. And you can make your own flavors like mixing cocoa with peanut butter tastes like a peanut butter cup. And mixing uh, the frosted, which I said tastes uh, like marshmallow with chocolate. We're getting kind of in a s'mores zone. It tastes exactly like re- regular cereal from your childhood but it's super nutritious, it's delicious, but super healthy cereal that brings real joy to your mornings or your afternoons, or frankly, I literally had it for dinner tonight. So go to magicspoon.com slash Pete to grab a variety pack and try it today and be sure to use promo code Pete at checkout to save $5 off your order and Magic Spoon is so confident in their product it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no questions asked. Remember get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Pete and use code PEAT to save 5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. And our next partner is a product that I literally use every single day, every morning, and sometimes in the afternoon as well. I take Athletic Greens, AG1, because I wanted, I didn't have time always to make some sort of from the garden, from the roots up, blended 45-minute smoothie. And I wanted more energy. I wanted better gut health. I wanted an optimized immune system. And I had heard so much about Athletic Greens from other podcasts. I've been using it for months now, and I absolutely love it. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75, 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens. You guys know I'm obsessed with adaptogens, which sort of round the edges and help us cope with stress to help you start your day right. And this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, focus, and aging. That's literally all of the things. I take it in the morning. Sometimes I add it to a smoothie if I'm making something with like a little bit of oat milk or some berries, throw it in there for that whole body nutrition, get all of that support that I'm talking about. But the best thing is that AG1 is good enough to take in just water. I don't know any other health supplement that is this good and this healthy that actually tastes good. It's a little bit sweet. There's nothing like grassy about it. Let's be honest. Most of these, a lot of these products can taste like freshly mown grass. Athletic Greens has a pleasant, almost tropical taste that i literally look forward to taking it every single morning i even sneak a little bit to leela and val who does not like stuff like this she does not mind the taste at all I've even come to bringing uh, AG1 with me when I travel because a lot of times on the road it is so hard to get the nutrients that my body needs, that my body craves, and needs to function at its optimal level, and uh, AG1 absolutely ticks every single box. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial uh, anything while still tasting good, and Ag1 is a small micro habit with huge, big benefits. It's the one thing you can do for yourself every single day to take great care of yourself. It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And they have over 7,000 five-star reviews. Athletic Greens is absolutely crushing it. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just like I do. It's one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. I swear there's nothing else like it on the market that you can add to just water. And it's a pleasure to drink. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five-free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Pete. Again, That is athleticgreens.com slash Pete to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, Athletic Greens, for supporting my body and for supporting this podcast. We're back. Okay, real quick. No more Sandra.
1: We're done with Sandra. Sandra. Don't mention her again. Don't
0: even bring up Sandra. Don't say, sweating like Sandra, that's too nasty. It's too delicious. (laughs) Uh, don't bring up that tiramisu story. That is embarrassing. You just go through yeah, yeah. all the stories don't again. Don't talk about how you put on your makeup and it was jarring.
1: Don't talk about how you recommended to a teenage boy from Boston that he'd be a be hairdresser. hairdresser.
0: By the way, every single one of those stories, at least in part, I've told on this podcast before. And I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> so real quick, we went to see Eckhart Tolle last night. I'm just going to cut to it. It was Obviously, Eckhart is great. We've had tickets to this event for three years three years it's been rescheduled that many times
1: and i also think it's notable that like we've had the privilege of going to an eckhart tolle retreat well buddy
0: this is the yes super important i'm glad you're mentioning it we saw him on retreat once
1: I, in Rhinebeck, one of our favorite places on the planet and yeah. like a very serene environment and like a small room where you're getting to see him like twice a day. Yes. And it was so lovely. And that was maybe four years ago. And
0: uh, to to speak to that, and I'm sure we've talked about it before, but that was one of those things where you could get there early and get a really good seat and be super close to the stage. Yeah. It wasn't assigned seating. Right. You get up close. There he is. And he is like a space heater, but he's emanating presence and love. Like, for real. I know that sounds like... I don't care how it sounds. It's true. If you're yeah. in a room with that Tolle... He's transmitting yeah. some
1: good-ass shit. Ain't <laughs> nobody
0: freaking out, yeah. uh, really. Everybody's feeling real nice. Yeah. And my bias noted, going back to the breathing technique that we just shared... I like things that get me into a state where I can leave myself behind and just be, Mm -hmm. and that's what Eckhart does for me.
1: And, and I did have that experience just because, yeah, I I mean, it wasn't, I saw all the things that you saw and you're going to share, but just, just so that my experience doesn't get like. I don't lose my sense of my experience
0: and yours. I wouldn't let you because you told me that you had a great time. And there were times that I was having a great time too. It was just like, I thought about it so much from a show business perspective where I was like, the venue just wasn't, right Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. and so many things were going wrong guys i know we're talking about sitting with a spiritual teacher but i'm looking at it as a production Mm -hmm. you know it's a show and i'm not saying he has to put on a show i'm saying it has the elements of a show what is the venue okay cavernous yeah huge yeah it's just a man sitting on a chair Mm -hmm. okay uh there's a screen you can see his face that helps how was the sound bad
1: Yeah, it was bad. Bad sound. It was Mercury and retrograde bad.
0: It was Mercury retrograde bad. (laughs) Um, Not his fault, obviously. And none of this is Eckhart's fault. I would say this enthusiastically to Eckhart Mm -hmm. to see what he would comment. I have a feeling he would be like, Oh, that show is now a phantom and an illusion. Yeah. And I am only here with you now. Mm -hmm. And that would be incredible. But as a show person, I was like, that sound sucked. That room was too big um it was hot
1: mm. it was like
0: too hot in there and fucking la dude we as a group i didn't like our vibe yeah we took way too long to settle down clearly and to have some compassion all of us sat through a lot of traffic to, to get, get to get that venue yeah Venue was in a weird not weird but a place that i don't normally go mm-hmm. so it took a long time to get there it took a long time to park Every single person, it seemed, was bringing in the room with them energetically, traffic, parking, mm-hmm. late. Mm-hmm. So now we're sitting there for 30 minutes before it even starts. This is the best part, though. that That's all I have to really say. The best thing is <laughs> we started thinking about Eckhart Tolle. Like, do you prefer the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck? Like, you have to. Yeah. Just as... A performer. I'm not saying you're putting on a performance. I'm saying as a speaker. Yeah. You have to be like, well, nothing compares to Omega. That is the best (laughs) intimate small room. Mm. You can take your time. You can feel the energy. He has to have some preference. This was like an airplane hanger. Mm. And like... He never had us be silent because he knew this room couldn't do it. Yeah. They were seating people the whole show <laughs> yeah. it, as who I am. It never settled down. Yeah. That's all fine. I still loved seeing him. I just knew 10 minutes in Petey wasn't going to go to the other side or have some sort of like transcendent thing. I was just kind of listening to a talk. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the best part. And you already had the best observation about it, Val. We were seated to the side, like far uh, to the right.
1: Yeah, we were on the edge.
0: And so as such, as such, there was a security guard slash... Uh,
1: uh, greeter. Usher. Yeah,
0: usher. He was helping people with their seats and he was there. Uh, and he... he <laughs> big guy. Middle-aged guy. And there was a slideshow... Before Eckhart went on. And they were playing like, as you would imagine, kind of like woo-woo music. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, chanting, Oh, yeah. He spa said music. something about that I have he to was remind like, you. And he goes, this is the music. This <laughs> By is the way, the... everything in the retelling, he says, will be delightful. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to remember, I'm sitting there going like, this is special night. Um, I'm going to... Merge within a realized being, Mm. I'm ready to go. And then the universe, that cheeky universe, Mm. sends me this delightful, beautiful rascal who I did not find delightful or beautiful at the time, <laughs> leaning on the stage being like, this is the music they play before it comes out and get you all relaxed before it comes out and does the message. And I was like... Yeah,
1: he's like, this is the bliss out music to get you all relaxed before you talk about being in the moment.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I was like, who is he talking to? Yeah. I couldn't we, tell.
1: We honestly would look at him because he was too far to really be talking to us. And he was at one point talking to his son on the phone...
0: He took a phone call. Guys, for those of you that know me, old Mm Holmesy, I don't like that I'm so irritable, but I can be irritable. And at one point, also hands-free, he just started taking a call being like, there's a bag. (laughs) There's a bag of hot dogs. This is real. There's a bag of hot dogs. Grandma's at the hospital or she'll (laughs) be home soon. I don't know. But there's a bag of hot dogs. (laughs) In the fridge. That's for you and your sister.
1: (laughs) That's kind of when he won me over. I really enjoyed that.
0: (laughs) I'm telling you, everything I'm saying in this moment, Is I see the charm and I'm like, this guy's got a grandma in the hospital. (laughs) He's feeding his kids bags of hot dogs. (laughs) He's making little jokes. Even on the ride home, I was like, this guy has killed before.
1: Yeah, Like There have been audiences that
0: tuned into him and noticed that he was kind of a character Mm -hmm. and just loved it. I'm just trying to like center myself, cobalt Mm. blue. I'm really trying to get into the moment. And every once in a while, a slide would come up on the screen that would say, you are not your mind, Eckhart Tolle. Like a quote from Eckhart Tolle. And he would go, the first time it came up, he went, you are not your mind. Hmm. I would love to understand that. (laughs) And then he rolled his eyes, kind of like, okay. (laughs) And I'm like, man, (laughs) this whole show, and you said it, is like when you would go to church Mm -hmm. with a school friend. Mm -hmm. And here I am, here's one of my great teachers, and here's a guy that's just like, all right.
1: And you're going to watch the whole thing through through their eyes. eyes. Yeah. But
0: then he said confusing shit too. He's like, I got to go back into martial arts where my master would say things like that. Wow. Who are you talking to? Who (laughs) Who are are you talking talking to? Because
1: we're not looking at him and he just keeps going.
0: And this is the best part. This to me... Is everything. That slide comes up again. It's on a rotation. It comes up again. Oh, one of them was a a person standing in like a valley in front of a lake. Uh And I, did you hear him do this? He goes, that's how small I feel when I'm with my family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I need help. (laughs) <laughs> I need help, and now, and this does go into my brain scan a little bit. If I start focusing on the wrong thing, I'll hyper focus. That's mm-hmm. kind of when I knew I was over. Mm-hmm. I was like, the show is now this guy. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't break my addiction to listening to this guy. Yeah, and uh, then then you are not your mind comes back up again. Remember, it already came up. He mm-hmm. already said. I'd like to understand that one day. He says it again. Yeah. He was doing bits. He goes. I'd really like to know mean- your mind. i really like to know what that means. I roll, and I'm like, <laughs> "This is. We're all here. Tuesday. You know what? Forget it, man." <laughs> and then I just watched a show and thought about how hot it was and how the sound sucked.
1: Well, yeah. So that is. I mean, we've analyzed this, but because it is a good segue into your brain scan, like for for you that you already don't feel safe in groups in general. Right. And then you we kind of tried to reach out to the person, the very sweet man who was sitting next to us
0: from Milwaukee
1: and both of us, like I could feel at the same moment. We're like, okay, this is not a love connection. Uh, we'll just politely get out of this conversation.
0: And honestly it had a lot to do with the venue and the way this we were seated. And so I was looking for that retreat feel. Like yeah. I love Eckhart Tolle, You love Eckhart Tolle. What's going on? And I was yeah. like, ah, I'm not vibing. I'm, I can't find myself. I can't yeah. find, I can't find highest Pete. Right. I'm, I was looking for him. I was trying. And yeah. then you have the guy being like, that's how small I feel with my family. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> this is And like, that doesn't feel safe. So that feels not safe. That feels like you are being, and really understandably so, like you are being imposed upon. This person is, is not considering how you might feel. It's cobalt blue. And that is, yeah, is is holding court is and that feels incredibly unsafe. And
0: you're going, I said to you, I was like, do you think he's going to talk like this during the show?
1: (laughs) Do you remember what I said?
0: It's 50, 50. (laughs) And I mean, like if the quotes on the board need commenting, what are you going to do when this guy comes out and goes like, you are not God per se. You are a ray of light from the, like, I'm waiting for this guy to be like.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but. I know, but instead he, like a child, at one point he didn't talk during the show. No. But at one Thank point you. he like l- was looking very animatedly like Charlie for Chaplin. something, like a like mouse, like trying or to get us to look at him. It he was
0: really putting he had a his flashlight, flashlight on, on was shining it for... on the stage, <laughs>
1: Yeah. and then a
0: turnaround around with like. I mean like silent movie antics of like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, 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 what was that? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> and it'd shine his light down by his feet. And every time he moved, like the whole section would like warp. And uh, anyway. Yeah. Guys, I know that the of the things that are funny in this story, the funniest is me trying to be a spiritual guy and being like, Woody Allen basically (laughs) not in the worst ways Woody Allen I mean just regular neurotic Woody Allen
1: yeah yeah (laughs) just being like is this guy
0: going to talk the whole meditation? Being
1: like, like Larry David. Larry, Larry David. Larry David is the okay Woody Allen. And
0: then I would, thank you. And then I would meet Eckhart Tolle after and he'd be like, did, I didn't, but he'd be like, did you enjoy the show? Not really, no. There was a guy, was, what was he looking for? A mouse? What was it? And, and Eckhart Tolle would just like walk away slowly.
1: <laughs>
0: but it was a good show. I, I want to be clear that obviously Eckhart was great, but you know, these it just things?
1: wasn't, it was your, and it is funny that, that, I mean, I think that w- w- how you reacted to it is how you reacted to it. And it and there was no failing well, on your part. There was nothing, there was no problem to fix. That was just what, it came just up what for happened. You. but it is so interesting that like the whole thing is just surrendering to whatever life is in that moment. And it sometimes feels really impossible. And this is how, what I think the interesting part is the most interesting part for me is that I guess because it kind of is a compliment to me, um, is that on the drive back, remember you were saying cause Eckhart Tolle, we both love him, but he is very Non dualist, very heady. Well, I was
0: saying I needed more of you mm-hmm. because I more your style, yeah, because I was in it. So he was talking about being irritated, probably yeah. tuning into the fact that so many people in the audience were, yeah, and he was literally live coaching us through how to look at reality as if you chose every part of it, yeah, like you wanted that guy there, you want, and it did help, but I needed a hug
1: you needed physical comfort yeah. your body needed to regulate out of fight flight before yeah. you could hear anything
0: and that's what it really was like mm. <laughs> yeah and then he goes that's how small i feel with my family like that comes in <laughs> crystal, crystal clear, clear. <laughs> That's that story. We only have 10 minutes. So that's that story.
1: Yeah. Let's, we're, we're just, gonna, everything... let's just do your brain scan okay. next week. We'll 10
0: minutes real me. quick. And I'm okay. sure brain scan will keep coming up. I need to meet with the doctor again. But the hits are... And for if, those of you that have been invested in whether or not yeah, I have ADD if, and what's going on with my brain.
1: Yeah. If you've been following the saga, the saga, we know that Pete's a highly sensitive person. We thought for a little, well, for, for we a little while well, we autism. thought you were on the spectrum, yeah. but then a beautiful podcast fan was like, no, I think you might be a highly sensitive person. And that was perfect.
0: Yes.
1: And, and then, and then
0: Elliot Terrell was like, I think you have ADHD. Yeah. He got me in touch with the Amon clinic. He, Dr. Amen wrote the seven types of ADD. Also wrote a book called Healing ADD. Anyway, this is the guy that like is like, hey, there's not just one kind of ADD, and it, it really depends on brain scans. So mm-hmm. you should really get your physical gray matter scanned under under stress and while well, it's relaxed. So I had these different scans done, and honestly, this the results are super weird, uh, <laughs> yeah, super I- surprising.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well...
0: Turns out I'm not legally alive. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm dead.
1: I've been dead I've for been 50 dead. years. This
0: is a real sixth sense moment. <laughs> um, no, where do you... What what you? Well, I was just
1: going to say, there are elements of it that are surprising, but I think for the most part, I was like, this, this is nice to have like physical confirmation. I also just want to note that I said before this, and I feel like this has got to be part of... Your neurotype, that like I was like I want to sit in for that phone call because I know well, that I wish I had filmed. It, I'm you know. gonna want to re- know every detail, and it's the exact kind of thing that I would remember every detail of. The way that like remember we go to appointments with Leela and I'm like yes. In 2018, she yeah, took this UTI. antibiotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, you know, um, and you were and I was like, and you're just gonna like have vague. <laughs> I don't
0: think that's entirely true. What is true in what you're saying is I don't have definitive answers. Here's what I remember. Yes. And you'll, you'll know what Val is talking about. I have another zoom with this doctor. I'm excited. I made a mistake. I scheduled it for one hour. Clearly this zoom was supposed to be two hours Mm -hmm. and I like a shit. Like I really feel not dumb, but I feel regret. That I'm like, what doctor's appointment is two hours, this one? Yeah. And I had an hour and I extended it to an hour and 20, but I I still, we had to rush a little bit, but I have the printout of the, of the data. Anyway, I saw at one point in the document, ADHD, no. Mm -hmm. Also my numbers of like distraction were incredibly low. Mm -hmm. Like I'll show you the chart. It's like super low when it comes to distractibility. Mm -hmm. There's a certain test they do. Hit the space bar every time you see a letter, but don't hit it when you see the letter X. Mm -hmm. She was like, you did incredibly well with that. And I thought I did terrible at that. Mm. I was yelling fuck and stuff. I really didn't like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the guy guy who came in was like, we see that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, it's really cute. Um, the th- the thing that really stood out to me one was PTSD. They're like you ha- your brain shows that you had PTSD, mm-hmm. and I was like, <laughs> by the way. Pathology, pathologizing or diagnosing things is really interesting because since then I've just started to feel like a person who has PTSD, mm-hmm. and that's something I have to be careful for. The we the ego loves labels; it's another thing. But to the extent that it's helpful, yeah. if I hear a leaf blower and I go to a ten, yeah, that's PTSD. This and like looking back, no fucking shit. Yeah,
1: dude. I feel dumb. I'm the one over here l- for the last four years diving deep into learning about trauma. And I see you have a reaction, a trauma reaction every time there's a sound. This Eckhart Tolle story is a story about you having a trauma reaction. Yeah. I just told one. Yeah. And I, and I like can't believe I never, I mean, to my credit, I did, I was the one that connected those dots after it said that you had PTSD. I was like, oh, right, you do with sound. But I can't believe I, it, it took a brain scan for us to know this.
0: And also with the Eckhart guy. They're like, you hyper-focus. So, we, and we, this is part of what we hypothesize. If I hyper-focus on the wrong thing. Yeah. So if I, hyper, like last night, if I hyper-focus on the security guy. Yeah. That's a, that's a problem.
1: And that's your whole focus. And so and I can't you can't stop. focus on anything
0: else. Yeah. And it, she also said, I have a really hard time shifting gears, which And is, both
1: of those things are symptoms of ADHD, but not maybe enough to. Give you. Again, a...
0: I need to ask her, do I have ADHD? Yeah. I'm telling you, in the doc, it says no. And the numbers are really low. I certainly have enough symptoms of it mm-hmm. that I we're going to do some supplements and whatnot. But she also was like really hard on weed. She was like, stop doing weed for six months. I really just want to see what your brain, your brain does if you don't do any weed. Mm-hmm. Um, she was soft on psychedelics. She wasn't worried that I've done psychedelics in the past 10 years or whatever. She was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we don't know, but... She was like, Dr. Eamon doesn't like it, but but I tend to be a little... She seemed very much like one of us, to be honest, mm-hmm. like, like mm-hmm. you and me. But she also was like, you, your brain shows what a brain that's depressed shows. She And she showed it to me. She was like, we never see this much, let's say purple. Mm. This And the whole section that regulates depression was just like... Like fucking... Like that's where Voldemort lives. Just... <laughs> and I... She was like... I'm not saying you're depressed. Like you're, you're reporting that you're not depressed and I'm telling everyone listening and you right now, I'm not depressed, but she's like, but you sort of are (laughs) depressed.
1: I'm not um, saying, look, I'm not saying you're depressed,
0: but but like physiologically prone to depression. Yeah. And she was like, so you need to be exercising. This is the best part. By the, by the way, guys, this procedure that I got, which applies to a lot of people listening right now, not to big up myself was, you know, thousands of dollars and here's the thing she said like mm-hmm. if your brain is is that way um she said exercise cardio between 30 and 45 minutes 5 to 6 times a week she goes if you do that uh the difference between exercise for 20 30 40 minutes 5 6 times a week and Prozac is indistinguishable mm. in the brain scan like they you can't tell the difference between cardio consistent cardio And Prozac, which I was like, that's really, really interesting. The flattering thing was, I think I'm in the hundredth percentile for processing, yeah, data. You you
1: said hundredth, yeah.
0: I saw the number and it it was as high as the bar went. But I'm really bad at shifting gears, and that is why. And everyone's heard me say this on this pod. I can't do more than two things a day, Mm -hmm. but it's also helping me go like Pete. Stop checking your email. Yeah. When you're writing, yeah. If you're writing, just write. The emails will be there, mm-hmm. and it's also making me realize that if I dwell on something, that will become my entire reality, mm-hmm. and that's why I've had little freakouts mm-hmm. where it's like, like we that's said, it's the, the tunnel, the, yeah. the paper towel tube. And I can only see three things. I gotta be real careful about what those three things are. Yeah. The superpower to that is if all I put under there is joy, awareness, and peace, yeah, I'll be joyful, aware, and and peaceful. Yeah. But if all I have is like, hey, I don't really um I don't have much going on this week or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. or how are we gonna pay the bills or whatever like that that'll become my entire reality. Mm-hmm. So there's there's certainly more to discuss, but the PTSD thing I was like that really felt worth worth the whole process. Yeah. And we'll go over it more and we'll have more to share. And and really not just for me to blab and bore, but because this insight into my brain may give everybody insight into their brain. If if you recognize what I'm saying. Absolutely. And if you and if you listen to this podcast, you probably either relate or are entertained by, but like maybe you share some of my qualities and maybe this will help.
1: Yeah. I think it's a really fascinating and like an on, like you said, it's an ongoing thing and it's really helpful for me as your partner to know. Um, but also a credit to you that you, and she said this, that you like have figured out real how to cope. Oh, we didn't really even talk well. about
0: that. She was like, you should sauna. I was like, I sauna. She was like, you should, she didn't say cold therapy, but she loved that. I do cold therapy. Yeah. Like, you should was... meditate. I was like, I meditate. She was like, you should do cardio and weights. I was like, I do cardio and weights." She's like, you should be vegan. She was like, it would be helpful for you to not eat processed sugar and and this sort of stuff. So she was like, This is why when you tell me a story, sorry to pat myself on the back, of a freakout, you explain to me that you tell your partner, "I'm having a freakout." She's like, "If you weren't doing these things, you'd just freak out." That's exactly what (laughs) I said to you on
1: Monday or whatever when you had that (laughs) freakout about (laughs) when you know when you had to come, you had a big day, and then you had to come home straight home and watch this. And um, and I was saying, and you were like, "I just." I just can't like, it was the exact same feeling of like, I just don't like that. I can be so defeated. I can be so overtaken.
0: So fragile.
1: And I, and I was like, but you have been talking me through this entire time. So it, it isn't possessing you. It just, fe- and I am talking to myself too. Cause I feel the same way, especially with my fear. I will be like, Oh my God, I I'm, I'm feel really anxious. I think like the story that my, my brain is telling me is that I'm gonna you know lose it or whatever. Like pe- people who do that are slightly zoomed out. That's right. And just observe You did what Eckhart
0: said. Instead of saying, I'm afraid, you say, there is fear. There is fear. fear, yeah. Speaking of which, two little tids before we go, my, there's these two little chicken nuggets in the brain uh, that mirror each other. And they, she was like, sometimes you see some red, sometimes you see, very rarely you see white. White means a lot. Mine looked like snowballs. She was like, that's your anxiety. She's like, your anxiety is like pretty off the charts. Mm. And she's like, you've just learned to channel it. Uh, and it motivates you to do things. This is why I'm not a nine. It's uncomfortable mm. for me to not like mobilize it because it can't just sit yeah. still. But also, by the way, everybody knows this. It's listened to the pod for a long time. The bald spots, the, the fucking gastrointestinal problems, Aww. the like self-mutilating, biting my fingernails, the inability yeah. to fall asleep, the inability to stay asleep. This is stress, this is anxiety, this is depression, this is, yeah. this is PTSD. It was all there, guys. Yeah. That's why I'm constantly sharing the things that are helping me and hopefully they help you this isn't to paint myself in a new way, mm-hmm. but it was there the whole time. Yeah, This is the twist at the end of the movie where you go like, oh, Kaiser Sose was that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's been interesting and I hope it's it's interesting and helpful.
1: Yeah, and the last thing I'll say is I, I don't think there is just like a one answer to everything, but if there was, <laughs> um, trauma does create... Depression and anxiety and all those things you just mentioned, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So like, there is a real potential that like you could embark on trauma healing and find that all of these things are related that you had no
0: idea were related. Interesting. Well, she has, there's a hyperbolic chamber that she wants me to go into. Is there's that supposed to help with the trauma? supposed to help your brain heal by flooding it with oxygen. I need to do more research, but mm-hmm. like who knew there was a new weird thing that I didn't know about.
1: But I think that the breath work, breath and, work has been helping because that helps trauma. And then also I think, you know, if you're open to it, there's a lot of all the things that you see me do, but just like somatic Communicating with your body yeah. and allowing your body to show you what it's been holding this whole time.
0: Well, that's that's really the enthusiasm that came infused into this is me getting excited that I'm like, oh, my body. That's why I go the bald spot, the gap. Like mm. it was telling me,
1: yeah, your telling body me telling
0: over it. and over and over, and I really get the feeling that I'm finally hearing it and mm-hmm. going like, and it's so my how i was raised and even the people i was and so not just my family but like the region i was in was like it's not that bad other people have it worse like mm-hmm. you cry when you have no shoes till you meet the man with no feet so you just keep moving yeah and i understand that that is a survival technique but it's not a thrival technique no. it doesn't help you thrive it doesn't help you unlock your full potential it doesn't give you peace yeah we're just talking about a bad almost prison style coping mechanism yeah. that just isn't going to fucking cut it anymore. No. And now I'm like, even the diagnosis and I can be so hard on other people when they get their letters, when they get in you know, PTSD, but whatever it might be. And I'm like, no, this feels right. I'm mm-hmm. 43. It's time to stop mm-hmm. fucking around. Yeah. And, and one last thing was the mania. She was like, it's just hyper-focus. It's like what, I, what it's we like call It's like
1: hyperfocus. I would imagine, with the like Enthusiasm. fire of anxiety. anxiety. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's why when you bother me when I'm working, bother me, when you interrupt <laughs> me when I'm working, although as you did today, I'm always happy to see you, yeah. but it's hard to break me out of that trance. That's like a hyper-focus mm-hmm. little hole.
1: Yeah. One little nugget before we go from my Akashic reading from Krista Roshenberg, this breathwork and Akashic reader lady that you all R-A-U-S-H-E-R-G. should check out.
0: s c h e n b e r g
1: Nice. Um,
0: Table, penny, uh, apple.
1: Ooh. Those
0: are the words they gave me to test me and I didn't remember all three and I, I'll never forget them now.
1: Yeah. Um, she was saying that, you know, like our body stores the energy of grief and energy of trauma and you can't think your way out of those things. The only way to release that energy is breath, touch, and play. Mm-hmm. So like breathing, like the breath work, co-regulating, like holding each other. Or, you know, if you don't have a partner, you can get a massage. You can, there's other ways to get Hold touch. A pillow. Big Hold heavy pillow. pillow. I'm, yep. not, I'm not being or funny. Or a weighted blanket.
0: Yeah, I'm not being funny.
1: Or touch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? <laughs> <nothing about> you.
1: <laughs> and then play is like, whatever gives you joy Play with yourself, play with yourself, <laughs> but like dancing or rollerblading or doing cartwheels or whatever, just like, or playing games with your friends. Yeah. And as soon as she said that it was truly like a sound bowl, that is the exact frequency of my insides went off. And I was like, That's That's exactly right.
0: Like That's true. If I've done anything right, it's picking. I'm not trying to be (gasps) picking my partner, but I really, you're exactly what I've needed before I even knew how right I was. You know Mm, what I mean?
1: That's really nice. Thank you.
0: I do one thing we took from Eckhart Tolle that I loved and this will, we can close with this because we got to go is he goes, nobody wake nobody awakens in their comfort zone. Uh, And I was just like. Oh yeah, that's right on. That's every, every tradition is saying that. Yeah. And even though we're enjoying this beautiful new chapter of our lives in, in a small town, Mm -hmm. it's interesting. It's like, it doesn't, you're still going to have your things and you're still going to have your discomfort and it's, and that's actually good good news. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway, and good news for all of us because
1: The podcast is over.
0: (laughs) And you're going to have to deal with that. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. All right, guys. Thank you so much.
1: Uh, Go ahead and keep it crispy if you want to.